talk to me no matter what you feel. Hi, my name is Scott Anderson. You've reached my podcast. Wow, this is a fun one. The first podcast of 2024. The first podcast of a new month, January. Wow. That's a double-double, right? That's that's an amazing thing. Uh, my podcast, as always, first of all, thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for finding it. Thank you for paying attention, as it were, uh, for listening to me ramble on. My podcast is sponsored by two sponsors. The first sponsor is Creative Technology and Innovation. Uh, Creative Technology and Innovation was originally started to actually fund, um, well, a way for me to declare my revenue to the IRS for consulting, but the consulting was predominantly done to fund uh, the Dead Teacher Society. So, a uh, teaching society I started many years ago um, when I saw a problem in education that I couldn't fix by myself, but luckily I was able to find a bunch of other people and we were able to work on it. Anyway, Creative Technology and Innovation is a company uh, designed around helping organizations make better decisions. Not focused on education anymore, used to be, but not anymore. The other sponsor is the novel, Danny and the Corporate Ladder. Sometimes in life you meet somebody and you think, boy, this person, they're just, no, I don't believe it. They're, they're too good to be true. It is not possible for a human being to be that nice, to be that considerate, to be that wonderful. And then you find out they were that good. Danny and the Corporate Ladder is available now in ebook form, paperback form, and audio form. So download it, enjoy it, and start a tradition of training flying snapping turtles. Somehow that always comes in, right? Anyway, today, as always, I published my first 2024 Hub Pages article, although I'm, I'm seriously considering leaving Hub Pages. Uh, Hub Pages has really changed. I mean, I've, I've been doing more than 3,000 views a month for a while now, and uh, they, they just don't pay that well. They just aren't. The site just isn't the site that I joined uh, three years ago. So I'm thinking about actually four years ago on January 11th. Uh, I'm thinking about walking away. I haven't decided yet. Um, it's one of those situations where, uh, you know, you got to think about, you got to think about the long term. And, you know, some of my stuff is, is pretty popular with people. So I'm going to think about alternate places to publish. I've even thought about going back to LinkedIn and publishing on LinkedIn. I, I really haven't come to a final conclusion yet, um, but I will let you know if I do decide to move on from that. Um, this week's article is thinking about what is that killer application. So one of the things that always intrigued me was the fact that if you look at the internet, you know, the internet kind of creeped along, right? I can remember the dial-up days when, oh, it was so painfully slow. Um, it's really hard to explain to somebody how slow a 9600 baud modem is when they're sitting on a, a 10 meg, you know, broadband pipe and complaining about how slow that is, right? I mean, 9600 baud modem, you were, you know, you were, you were, uh, you were trapped uh, with a, a really pretty much a slow speed. And the other side of it, right, is if you had a modem connection going and you only had one phone line in your house, uh, you pretty much had, you know, a 50-50 chance of somebody picking up the phone, breaking your modem connection, and, you know, you started over. Um, but that said, right, ubiquitous broadband access became one of the drivers of the internet. The other big driver of the internet was, was search. 
Um, the ability to literally go to one or two places on the internet, Bing or Google or AltaVista or Jeeves or any of those places, and just search and find what you were looking for, right? Well, search really was the killer application that drove the early internet. What is that killer application that's going to drive machine intelligence? So I kind of wander through that concept um, throughout uh, the article this week. It, it's kind of an interesting situation because ultimately I, I believe um, that the killer application is actually already here. It's just not to the point where it's actually a killer application yet. Uh, and that is the concept of intellectual capital management within organizations. Or, as I've been told many times by many different companies, boiling the ocean. So if we think about capturing both types of information in an organization, right? Because you have tacit information, and that is information that is discussed, right? You talk about it. Hey, Jim knows how to fix the copier, right? Dave is the only person that knows how to operate uh, the ice machine when it goes on the frets, right? That, that's tacit knowledge. Um, it, it's, it's, it's got, a, it's got a, a racist name that I don't use anymore, uh, but it is inherent information within the organization that is not written down. And then the other side of information is explicit information. So you have tacit information, and then you have explicit information. Explicit information is documented, written down, verified, validated, um, right? If you are building, a, if your goal is to build a system that you want to make sure that people are better at troubleshooting, you want explicit knowledge, right? So those are the two types of knowledge systems out there. And I can honestly tell you that with uh, the rise of, of note-taking capabilities within the machine intelligence world, I can honestly tell you that the killer application is here. It's just not fully applied yet. Uh, but when you can get to the point where tacit and explicit knowledge can be searched at the same time, that's going to be the killer app. That is going to be the thing that a lot of us that have been chasing intellectual capital management uh, for the last 30 years are going to go, yep, we're there finally. You know, we, we've been we've been trying to do this for, as I said, for me, it's been nearly 30 years. But the reality is, you know, there are people that were doing it before I was. So, you know, 40, 50 years of chasing the concept of how do I capture the tacit and explicit information in my organization, keep it viable, keep it active, keep it validated, but at the same time, um, make it more easily captured. So that, that's kind of the theme out of it. Now, I don't dive into it very end, and I just leave it as my conclusion at the end. So I gave you a little bit more information in the podcast than I do in the article. The, the reality is, you know, that's the way it goes. Anyway, I promised uh, in 2023, uh, or last week, um, that I was going to talk a little bit about the Dead Teachers Society. Uh, many years ago, I was a school teacher. I started out um, as a school teacher, and one of the things that I noticed right away was that uh, there were a lot of teachers that had been doing the teaching thing for many years, and they were frustrated. Um, I won't call them burned out, although at the time that was the phrase I used, but that wasn't fair to them. They weren't they weren't burned out in the sense that you know, like when you when you start a fire in a fireplace and you you burn everything, you know what's left is ash, right? Well, they had a lot more than ash left. They they weren't truly burned out. They were just not as passionate about education as they had been when they started. Uh, and so I started the Dead Teachers Society. Now, originally what we did is every Friday we would meet um, at a restaurant in uh, Bloomington, Indiana. It was called Chi-Chi's. Um, it was a Mexican restaurant. And one of the things about Chi-Chi's was, that, you know, if you bought a drink in the bar area on a Friday, you know, they, they la laid out dinner. And back then I was a 
you know, struggling teacher and, you know, often, um, <laughs> often working from paycheck to paycheck, um, as it were. And, uh, you know, it was nice to, to, to be able to go there and enjoy the meal and, and, uh, uh, you know, commune with friends and to share, you know, to share the stories and the components of being an educator, because that was important. So I, I founded the society. I then was working with a gentleman at Indiana University, um, Michael, and I've forgotten his last name, brilliant, brilliant guy. He introduced me to the concept of a listserv, and he recommended that I take on a listserv uh, for um, the Dead Teacher Society. And so uh, the internet listserv DTS-L was born. And DTS-L ran for many years. I think at one point our our maximum membership was well more than 15,000 users throughout the world. And the goal of the list, the goal of the group was to, to really help educators, to, to find a path forward. Um, actually, a lot of the ideas of my component of my book, The Sinkverse, were written um, based on conversations I had with members of the Dead Teacher Society, people thinking about how do we solve the world um, how do we solve education? How do we solve for X, you know, where X represents keeping students interested in what we have to share? So that's where the, the moniker, the Dead Teacher Society came from. And one of the things that I did is I would, I would consult on the side, um, and, and work on a variety of, of projects to make extra money. And that extra money, particularly in the summer, would then go to fund the Dead Teacher Society during the school year. So I had, you know, money to do things uh, and pay for things. And so that's where all of that comes from. That's what creative technology and innovation was originally built for. It isn't that anymore. Now it supports me as a professional writer and that's awesome. And, you know, things evolve and things change. But, you know, that's where it started. That's where it was. That's why I started. And that's a little bit about the history of the Society of Dead Teachers or the Dead Teachers Society, depending upon which iteration of... Um, the society you 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 are interested in. Anyway, my name is Scott Anderson. I want to thank you so much for listening to my first January 2024 podcast.